This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back. It is Friday. That means Postmaster Mo and Postmaster Scott are dipping deep in the bag. We're pulling out your letters, your comments, your questions, and we're getting to them because we like to mix it up with Raider Nation. Mo, if it was just us talking to each other, that wouldn't be as much fun. It's much better when we get emails from Scotland, from from uh, Afghanistan, not Afghanistan, it was, where was it? Kuwait. 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 Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're not in Afghanistan anymore. Um, and uh, all over Canada, Texas, Connecticut, New York, California, Georgia. Las Vegas, Georgia, like everywhere. Man, this just gets me so pumped up when I hear from people. Yeah, we, me and Scott, we talk to each other every day. So it's good to have other people join the discussion. <laughs> uh, so Sound like my wife. It, 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 it livens it up. Definitely livens it up. Yeah, it does liven it up, and and we certainly appreciate it. Without you, we don't have the show, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but we do have more questions to get to, but you got to do us a favor. If you don't already subscribe and you're listening to us for the first time, first of all, welcome. We've rolled out the red carpet for you, and we've said welcome. Uh, be our guest. Was that a Disney thing? I can't remember. Um, and, and you're here with us, so thank you. But subscribe to the show. If you're listening on a podcast platform, Please subscribe there. Our biggest is Apple. We know most people listen on Apple, but you might be listening on Google or Spotify or Stitcher or on your Amazon uh, Alexa. You can ask for us there and you can listen to us wherever you may be. And we appreciate that, certainly. And then if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit the notifications bell so you don't miss another show. We would very much appreciate that. And thank you in advance for doing that. Okay, Mo, let's jump back into the questions. Just a couple more left uh, with the time we have. But this one comes from Darren in Reseda, California, and he's in uh, L.A. Raider country. Uh, He says, hey, Scott and Mo, you guys haven't talked about the Raiders tickets for this year being the most expensive in the NFL again. And I meant to get to this a a week or two ago, and we just didn't get to it. Um, So thank you for holding me accountable, Darren. Uh, I'm happy the team is doing better in Vegas, but the prices are ridiculous. How can I take my girl to a game when it's over a thousand dollars it's frustrating thanks for the show fellas so mo you know you live in one of the most expensive places on earth which is new york city um 
and people get used to kind of the environment you live in. It's not cheap to go to a Knicks game or go to a Giants game. Well, maybe it is now the Giants and Jets because I don't know. But but you know what I'm saying? It's not cheap to go to a game in a big city. Now, Las Vegas is not as big as New York, but Las Vegas, like New York, is a destination. And you have this beautiful new stadium, the Death Star Allegiant Stadium. It's become the hottest ticket in the NFL. And I feel for Darren, but I don't know that it gets better, especially if the Raiders get better. Yeah, it's only going to, the price is only going to go up. The Raiders this season win double-digit games, go to the playoffs. It's only going to get worse. But what I, what I will say to Darren is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Scott, but if you're trying to look, I know this is not the safest way to do it, to get around things, but I'm in, you know, I'm in New York City. We're hustlers out here. We look for any type <laughs> of deal we can get. Yeah. If, if, you, if you can, you know, get with a group that's, you know, reselling their tickets or saying, we talked about this before. The 49ers may take over or trying to take over the fans or trying to take over the stadium. And we worried about fans selling their tickets. If you can get with someone who may be selling their tickets for lower price, jump on that, you know, get into these communities because I'm sure there are people out there who saying, Oh, I can't go for whatever reason. And we just talked about that new year's Eve, new year's day. I believe there are some fans who are just not going to be available because they'll be doing other activities. So jump on those moments when fans would be reselling their tickets for a lot less and you can possibly get a deal on that. And, and listen, Darren, I understand. I have a big family, right? I have five kids. And when we were in Las Vegas and the Golden Knights, the first year they came in and the, that market exploded. Everybody wanted because it's a great show. By the way, even if you don't like hockey and you're, if you're in Las Vegas and they're there, go see them. Um, but that was such a great show. But I'll be honest. And, and, and I do fine for myself. I support my family. We, we don't want for anything. OK. But at the same time, I have five kids. And so I couldn't take all my sons to a game. I, I, you would have to pay $140, and that's hockey, remember, not football. You'd have to pay $140 for an upper-level seat for a Wednesday game against a crappy team, okay, like the Canucks or somebody. And so now I'm going to hear from fans in Vancouver. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I couldn't take my kids there, so what I would do is I'd look for opportunities and I'd take them individually. Now, I know you're talking about this, the Raiders tickets – because it's the NFL, which is the biggest entertainment property in the country now, um, it's more expensive, right? And it's on a weekend. So people are making weekends out of it. So I, what I would do is I would look for deals, but I feel for you, and I wish I could tell you it's going to get better, but if it gets better, that means the Raiders aren't doing well. And that's not anything anybody wants. So, so I get it. The other thing I'd recommend, and I know, I don't know, people might give me crap for this, but you you may just want to go to Vegas for a game, even if you can't necessarily go in the stadium, because on, on a football weekend in Las Vegas now, it is Raider Nation to the brim, right? And there's all kinds of parties, pre, post. You can go out and see our friends to Raider Dad. Um, and if mm -hmm. and you said your girl. I don't know if that's your daughter or your, or your girlfriend or wife. Girlfriend. It, yeah, exactly. Usually that's how I take it, but you never know. But mm -hmm. Raider Dad does stuff for families, for kids. There's Vegas Wish, our good, our good buddy there, too. He does that. There's people who do that. So, so if you're really struggling and you can't afford it, which you know, there's lots of people these days struggling with the cost of everything, um, you might want to check that out, too, as a way. Or get to Vegas and just enjoy the weekend there. I know it would suck not to go in the game, but you can go outside the stadium and go tailgating with a lot of the Raider parties there as well. So that's just a recommendation, uh, and you can watch it. Uh, in one of the places there in Vegas in the bars and and enjoy it too. But but Mo, it's an issue. I mean, you you know, we talked about this before when we had uh, Raider Dad on and talking about their charity. 
And, and, you know, you growing up in New York City and how hard it was to even try to get to a game as a kid. Yeah, and I think a lot of fans voiced this concern when they were moving that, you know, our ticket sales going to go sky high. And the answer is yes. When you have these facilities, when you have new things, they cost, unfortunately, and people can't always afford them. And it's, it's just unfortunate. But you had a good suggestion. And again, I would just I would just say, you know, link up with some fans because I'm sure I am pretty sure some you're going to bump into somebody. If you go to Vegas and you're at these tailgating events, somebody is going to be selling their tickets. Yeah. Don't go to a scam artist, but try to go to a reliable person. (laughs) Somebody who knows somebody that you you, they can vouch for. It's not going to rip you off. Yeah, that's a great idea. The other the other idea and you're, you're in California, which makes it tough. They are playing the Chargers week one. Like, and I know the tickets in LA are expensive too. They're not as expensive as Vegas, though. So I know you want to go to the Death Star, right? Because that's the home of Raider Nation now. But look at road games. Um, I'm trying to think where else they are on the West Coast. Uh, they play the 49ers in Vegas. The 49ers are coming to Vegas, yeah. Yeah, so that's the only other game. So, so, but but you could look at that. You might be able to f- fly to like somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, I know Kansas City is not a destination, but you might be able to fly to Kansas City and see them there, flight, hotel, and ticket for cheaper than you can see them in Vegas. Is the Rams game a home game? Because I think they're playing the Rams this year, too. Oh, they are playing the Rams. You're right. So there's there's that, too. So so that's what I would do, too. I know I know you want to go to Allegiant, and I get it, um, but I think Mo had good recommendations. But that would be my other point is just look for Rogue. A lot of guys are doing that now. A lot of people I've talked to, go to games a lot of people are going to nashville it's a great destination as well our buddy murph is down there um um as well and so so he 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 said a lot of people are coming out for that game so that makes a lot of sense because it's a good destination so you might look into that as well um as a way to at least get out to a raider game and see him in person this year so uh really quick yeah week week 14 at the rams on a thursday that's a thursday primetime game go get your tickets now at sofi so there you go something to think about Right, right up the road, man, from Reseda or down, 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 down. yeah, down. Uh, I'm trying to remember my my directions uh, in Los Angeles. So, thank you, Darren and Reseda, man. We appreciate the question. All right, now we have a question. Our first female question. It comes from Rosie, and she is in El Cajon, California, which is in San Diego. It's East County, San Diego, and she has a food question for you, Mo. You ready for this? I think so. I hope I am. <laughs> okay, Mo, do you call them pancakes or flapjacks? Pancakes. I've never used Thank the you. term flapjacks. They're always they've always been pancakes. I don't know where they say flapjacks. I, I don't in know the where south, I don't, you have family in the south, don't you? I, I have family in the south, but they don't even say they don't flapjacks. call them flapjacks either. And I have family in South Carolina, like the South South. Yeah. They don't even call it flapjacks. See, so definitely pancakes. I call them pancakes too. And what what are some people call them? What did McDonald's used to call them? When I was a kid, my dad used to take me there. Hot cakes, hot cakes. Oh, hot hot cakes. cakes. Yeah. What? It, no. It's pancakes. pancakes. But what I will also, just to add on to email, what I'll also say is waffles are superior to pancakes. Now, Ooh. listeners can argue with me on that one. Oh, waffles have always been superior to pancakes. I mean, I mean, I've made pancakes from the batter and all that, but I just, I love just popping an egg and waffle in the toaster and eating. It's just so just ego, the frozen stuff. Not even do you, do you have a waffle iron though? Yeah, but I just yeah. You know, no, just when you're in pop, a hurry, yeah, you don't have time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I I have nothing against pancakes. I call them pancakes, not flapjacks. But I usually defer to waffles. 
It's funny you mentioned waffles because on Wednesday, uh, I was having a rough day and I, I scrolled Twitter uh, on my lunch, my like two and a half minute lunch. And, uh, and I see a, a, a tweet from our buddy Lucille. And Lucille is talking about waffles. Uh-huh. And then our good buddy, uh, AFL Godfather, uh, NFL Maverick on Twitter, chimes in and says, yes, you know, waffles are great. And then I chimed in because here's the thing, you, since you like waffles, Mo. Um, but you don't, you like chocolate cake, though. Yeah. Was it yes. you that didn't like chocolate? You like, yeah, you don't like chocolate ice cream. Um, you take, or you could take any kind of cake. And you take the cake batter and you put it in your waffle iron. You ready for this? I'm ready. You put it in your waffle iron, just like you're cooking a regular waffle because it's just a batter. It's a little thicker, but that's it. And then when you're done with that, you take that and then you make ice cream sandwiches out of them. Homemade ice cream sandwiches. Ah, uh, okay. I'll I'll take your word for it. Because you're a don't like your, guy. I'm not don't like I'm your not, mid don't like your mid chip ice cream bias. But I'll take you. Well, I would on this make them with mid chip in the middle, but you can make them with vanilla in the middle. Or you said what was your the ice cream you like? Coffee ice cream. Coffee, coffee ice cream. yeah. So you could yes. make chocolate waffles with coffee ice cream. Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm that sounds you, delicious. That sounds you, delicious. You take it and you put it in there and then you just wrap it in like some wax paper and you stick it in the freezer and you let it harden up a little bit so it's a little more frozen. Oh, good stuff. So there you Rosie go. Rosie just let us down the rabbit hole. Now I got to go try this now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Rosie. She Appreciate let us it. down the pancake versus flapjack. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think I've ever heard anybody call it flapjack. I've and never. You know what? I haven't heard the term flapjack used since I was in grade school. <laughs> I really haven't. Thanks, Rosie. But Rosie didn't tell us. Rosie, you got to send us an email. We'll, we'll do it on the next show. What do you call them? Like, she didn't tell us what she called them. And do you uh, like pa- pancakes more than waffles? That's that's the important question. Yes, because then Mo would have no interest in marrying you if you like pancakes. <laughs> She's probably already married. I mean, come I on. know. I'm just kidding. But, you know, that's <laughs> the thing. These are the important things we talk about in Raider Nation is pancakes versus waffles. Right? I mean, that's what you got to... So, bagels or toast? Now now you have to ask bagels or toast. Now, you're in New York. You got to say bagels, right? Yeah, I prefer bagels. Anyway, I eat both. Just full disclosure, mm. but I prefer I prefer bagels because it was something it was like a routine for me to have get a bagel before I used to go into work. Back before I was sports writing and yapping on here with Scott, I was <laughs> working in, a, in the library system. I wasn't a librarian, but I was kind of in the in the back room doing the shipping and delivering. So that's just full disclosure. And I used to have mm-hmm. walking with a bagel and a smoothie at all times every morning. There you go. Oh, I thought you were. Did they still have the Dewey Decimal System by then? They do. And that's what they use they to still have uh, just keep everything. Yes, they do. Absolutely. We had to know the Dewey Decimal System. That's how we ordered, had things in order and had things set up. So that was a big deal when I was working in the library system. But Poor yeah. Dewey just went down the wrong path. <laughs> He just would have invented the barcode instead. He would. Shout, shout out to New York Public Library and Brooklyn Public Library for giving me my start because I actually, quick story, and I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but I used to actually write articles during my lunch break while working at the library. Wow. See? So I would listen to press conferences and do a net and break down games and watch games all my hour break, have the column ready, go back to work, come home, and then go back to work on it again. So it just brings back fond memories. And th- but that's good too because I know a lot of people listen to us who maybe have an interest and would like to do some football type content or it could be any other mm-hmm. content. And I think Mo's touching on something there, which is you know when you're starting out or you might do something else right now and you want to mm-hmm. do you want to do it. 
Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be your full time. Now, you know, Mo, Mo's worked his tail off and it's his full time job. Um, for me, it's not my full time job. But what I do is I fill other moments when I'm not with my kids and my wife writing. I write football, of course, um, and I write dad stuff uh, and I write my own stuff. So, so find time to do it because that's how you always get better and you learn is just doing it. Right. And, 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 and there's lots of po folks. That's what I used to do. That's how Mo and I kind of met right when I had the website. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then you have guys like Mario Tovar with Raider Ramble who always gives people opportunities. You have people, uh, other Raider websites. So if you're interested in it, do it. I think just you, your story brought that to my attention, Mo. And I think it's something that I always like to tell people out there is don't don't let, you know, the, the, the people with the four letter networks and all that crap tell you you can't do it because you can. Mm -hmm. Really quick, though. And if anyone listening to this wants to figure out how to break into the business or wants any pointers, reach out to me, Mo Moten on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I've given advice and counsel to people who reached out to me. They've been in college or they've been in mm -hmm. school. And they said, what can I do to break into the business? What can I do right now to just get my feet wet and just get a start? And I was able to help a lot of people. Oftentimes, they'll call me up or they'll text me, hey, what do I do at the college? How do I set this up? I'm willing to help you if you're if you're really interested. But to Scott's point, I, I'm not like Scott. Like me and Scott live, Scott and I live different lives. Scott, as you heard, he said he's married with five kids. I'm not married, no kids, so I have extra time on my hands, so I can do a lot of this. So part of it is just setting aside the time for it. Uh, a lot of a lot of leads that have approached me call them flapjacks and not pancakes, so I haven't had time for the women, so I choose to be career-driven right now in my life. But, Mo, this last email is claiming that she has your child. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's like... Mo, do you remember? No, just kidding. Uh, but no, you're right. At different stages of life, and 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 you're right. And the thing is, though, Mo does help everybody. Except when I ask him for help, he doesn't help me. I ask him, Mo. Scott has all the knowledge. Could you copy edit this for me? <laughs> but no, not, true but story. honestly, though, Go true ahead, story Scott. though, true story though. Uh -huh. So when when I had Silver and Black today, the website that's how this all started, and Mo was writing for us. Um, I just remember getting most of, and I'll leave out who the other writer was because it's I, I'm not into just shaming people, but there was one writer where I would literally have to rewrite everything, the structure, sentence, everything, right? But that was part of the deal, so I did. Most stuff would come in. I literally would go through, try to edit, try to edit, look, look, look. I could barely, I could, like, I couldn't. I couldn't find anything. So Mo's copy is so clean. So if you want to learn how to write, not only will Mo help you, but it'll help you do it well. So kudos to you, man. You were awesome to edit because you didn't have to edit that much. But really that took hard work. It. That wasn't just like you were you popped out of the womb that way. Yeah, it takes a lot of practice. And I tell college uh, students, you know, read other people, not necessarily me. You know, yeah. if you want to read me, great. But read read your favorite writers, read other people's work because it'll help you be able to structure your writing grammatically. And also, as Scott said, I think a lot of people what they have a problem with is organizing their thoughts. So sometimes you could sit uh -huh. down. Some people 
have writer's block where they don't know where to start. And some people is like, they know what to say, but they don't know how to structure it. How, how can I get these paragraphs to flow? And what I will say mm -hmm. is if you're not a natural writer, just jot notes down and have a starting point where you want to start. What is the main idea of what you're writing? And then have an ending point. Where do you want to go from point A to point B to point C? Level it out that way and you should be able to flow with your writing. It shouldn't be a problem. But again, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out to me. M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I may not reach out right away because I'm probably writing myself, but I will eventually, <laughs> I will eventually get back to you. There he is. The man of the people, Mr. Maurice Moten. And I'm voting for him for president in 2024. <laughs> Independent. I, I got to be careful. Maybe. If I make anything that sounds like a political, although I just said for people to vote for you, if I make anything that even lightly goes around a political thing without even saying anything about sides, I get all kinds of weird emails and, and tweets about being some devil person. So I'll anyway. be I'll be ahead of the rent is too high party. So I'm sure everyone can get on board with that. So I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to wait till the next show, the next mailbag show. I, we, I worked with him on a campaign when I was at H&R Block, and I will talk about that uh -huh. on the next show. So that's called a tease in the uh -huh. business. So, yes, the rent is too damn high with the mustache. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about that. It'll be fun. Um, and Wayne Brady was involved, too, if you know who Wayne Brady was. Anyway, yeah. so we will uh, say goodbye for now, Mo. Uh, we're going to be back on Tuesday for our regularly scheduled program which will be tuesday thursday and sunday post game so we will have a post game show after a real nfl game next sunday as the raiders play the chargers so we'll i'm sure have something to talk about again mo and i we we're we're always like itching to get on so if something big happens we will do, drop another show uh but if we if, if something doesn't then we will be back on uh, tuesday but you can always read mo on Bleacher Report, of course, where he is an NFL writer and he covers the entire league. Also on SportsNot.com, where he talks exclusively about the Raiders. Uh, I have a SportsNot piece coming out today, actually, too, on my stock up, stock down. So look for that as well. Follow him, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. And I am at LV Gully, and the show is SNB Today. Mo, have a good long weekend. Please, I know you got a lot of work to do with all these big pieces you're doing. But get some downtime. Spend some time with your family. Yeah, but Scott, before we end the show, we, we got to give out the T-shirt. Oh, we got to pick the winner. How forgot. could you forget? How we we got to pick the, 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 the top question. All, all great questions from the ticket sales to the flapjacks and pancakes. But we got <laughs> we got to pick one to get the T-shirt. Yes. Now, Rosie would have won if she would have said pan if she would have said pancake. If she said, my, my choice is pancake. Mo, will you marry me? Then she would have won. But she didn't tell us which one. So, okay. So we have, of course, Craig in Scotland. We have John Q. Robinson uh, in Connecticut. We have John Davis in North Carolina. He's a Tar Heel. Uh, I'm making that assumption. Uh, and Lawrence in Atlanta and Darren in Reseda. Darren was about the ticket prices. If I had tickets, I would just give you tickets, but I don't have any at this point. Um, we had Lawrence was talking about the Rosenhaus Waller. We have John about the Mullen change win-loss. And uh, John Q was about the John Davis. John Q was about the Raiders and would fans accept it if McDaniels won a Super Bowl because he used to be a Patriot. We we might disagree here, but I'll go first. And not okay. just because um, not because I'm familiar with John, but I really liked his question about 
does the Trayvon Mullen trade change my win loss projection for the Raiders? Only because we know cornerback is a premium positioning in, a, in the NFL. And I pointed this out in my response that in the AFC West, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, you better have a good secondary or at least a decent secondary. And I think that's what Raider fans were worried about when the Raiders surprisingly traded Mullen to the Cardinals. Yeah. But allow me to expand on my thoughts about Nate Hobbs and how his role is probably going to expand. I think it's his time. And I think when we look back at this season, this is the season we're going to look at and say, this is when Nate Hobbs went to another level and became a star player. There you go. So you got to vote for John. And it's hard for me to argue with that. So here's what I'm going to do. And I won't do this every show because it'll, it'll, it'll be too much. But, but here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> John, I'm with you on John. So, John, you get a free T-shirt. And I'm going to give Darren a T-shirt because he's upset he can't go to a game. So I'm going to give him a T-shirt and just say, hey, man, hang in there. Go to a road game. Wear your silver and black today T-shirt, and maybe somebody will give you free tickets. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to send him a T-shirt too. And, and, and his question is also good because he's not the only one. I, no. I've, you know, I'm on Twitter every day, and I hear fans – talk about this a lot that yeah i love my raiders but i can't go see them because of the ticket sales and it's just it it's sad because i don't have a a you know if i had a million and one dollars i would just give out tickets like you and i wish i could but it's just i think it's rough on fans who've stuck with this team for so long through the bad and the good and now it looks like they're finally headed in the right direction and now fans can't go to games watching because the ticket sales are too high yeah, I do think, though, that even if the Raiders go on the trajectory we think they can, which is up and up and up and compete for a championship, um, I do think, too, remember, this is only the second season in Las Vegas with fans, right? Because the first right. there's no fans. So the demand will tail, just like it has with the Golden Knights. Now, the Golden Knights have faltered and not made the playoffs. But I think you'll see after a couple years, it'll cool down a little bit. You'll see those prices normalize. I'm not saying they're going to be cheap but I think they'll come down from where they're at. So I think there's some hope there as well, but, but certainly understand that my hope is they win a Super Bowl for you. And then that'll help you kind of deal with the pain of not being able to see that game. Cause you can watch them at a Super Bowl um, and, and, and get a ring again, get the fourth one. So that would be nice. All right, Mo, that's going to do it for our Friday. Have a great weekend, my friend. And, and for everybody else out there, have a great weekend too. Um, Mo, are you, what are you doing? Are you doing barbecue? Are you doing beach? Are you doing anything exciting? Mo on the beach would be pretty, pretty fun. But unfortunately, not unfortunately, but I'll, I will be working over Labor Day weekend. Got some pieces coming out of Bleacher so Report. Season predictions for the year. A lot of Raiders are involved in these uh, awards, as you so to speak. Not awards, but just predictions of who's going to throw the most touchdowns, who's going to have the most receptions, who's going to have the most this and that. There are some Raiders involved in this. You want to check that out. Uh, but other than that, as far as having fun, it's family time. So I'm probably you yeah. know going to have some burgers, some hot dogs. Yes, I do eat hot dogs, some ribs. And it's it's going to be a fun time. I would try to have not a lot. But I'll try to have some fun because got to gear up for the season because we're getting back into work mode. And before you know it, it'll be week one. And the Chargers and Rays will be kicking off. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. It's 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 a pleasure and a privilege to do this stuff, you know, especially with a partner and being on the Odyssey mm-hmm. Network and, and working with Mo here. Um, but it's a grind because it starts mm-hmm. now. It's already started, but it starts now with the heavy-duty stuff week to week. And, and for Mo, it's incredible. For me... It's extra, but but it just goes until 
the Super Bowl's over, and then the draft is like four and a half weeks later. So, so it mm-hmm. just er, yeah, six weeks later. So it just happens that way. But but I love it, and we love talking to you guys. So thank you for being with us, and thank you for all the great questions. Just phenomenal once again. So. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Colbranton. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Do not, do not drink and drive. Make sure you can find somebody to give you a ride. Call an Uber, do whatever you got to do. Just do not drink and drive this weekend. Take care of everybody out there. Have fun. Enjoy. And thanks to all of those folks like Mo who will be working over the weekend. We appreciate everything you do for us. Um, and we will raise a toast to you this weekend. Formo, I'm Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. We will talk to you on Tuesday, Raider Nation. Thanks again.